Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in their regular everyday lives? Instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few. Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine, as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hey, happy people, and welcome back. Today, we're talking about how connecting to your future self helps increase focus and happiness. Have you ever asked yourself, why am I not fixing this? I know I can do better. I know what to do, but I'm just not doing it. Do you do that or am I completely alone here? Have you ever had that thing happen to you where you're thinking about buying a certain type of car and then suddenly you see it everywhere? You never noticed it before and now it's like everyone else had the same idea. Now that the idea has entered your consciousness, you notice it everywhere. Well, recently it feels like everything I'm listening to and reading is about connecting to our future selves. A few weeks ago, I was reading this book called Be Your Future Self Now by Benjamin Hardy. Then, I kid you not, in the past couple of weeks, three or four other books I was listening to or maybe sampling on Audible mentioned connecting to your future self. And then to top it off, a friend posted an Instagram story from someone she follows, and that person referenced connecting to your future self. So I'm like, okay, apparently there's a message here I'm supposed to get. (laughs) And you know me, I asked myself, what is in here that I can share with the Happier You community? So I got a lot of great takeaways from that book, but today I'm going to share two of them with you. The first one is how connection to your future self helps you appreciate the now. And the second is how connection to your future self helps you make better decisions now. Doesn't that sound great? So how does connection to our future self help us appreciate the now? In the book, the author gives this example of coming home from work one day while he's actually writing the book, and he's particularly exhausted. He pulls over to the side of the road and has a little chat with himself. He decides to challenge himself to look at his life as if it was Ben, that's the name of the author, from 20 years in the future, visiting his current life. So He arrives home and his three-year-old is on the doorstep waiting for him. In true three-year-old style, she's really excited that dad's home. Instead of heading straight into the house and zoning out after a long, tiring day, he decides that future Ben would soak up the love and excitement of his three-year-old. 20 years in the future, Ben would love spending time with his three-year-old daughter. He goofs around and plays with her outside for a bit before heading inside to see what the rest of the family is doing. Normally, Ben of today would probably head in, see his wife in the kitchen with the younger kids, he would hear the teenagers arguing in the other room, and he would put a stop to it. Then he would continue on, store his briefcase, and go to the living room and zone out. But future Ben is looking at the scene with different eyes. That day, he observes and appreciates what they are all doing, saying, and how they are interacting with each other. I mean, the 20-year time gap means that even his three-year-old would probably be gone from the house. So appreciating the chaos and energy that must come with six kids around supper preparation in the kitchen must be something else. 
Now, for me, this example really struck me because it's something that I actually have sort of done. A few years ago, my husband and I were just talking about different things, and he asked me, if you could go back in time, how far back would you go and why? I have always maintained I wouldn't go back in time to stay, but man, would I love to go back and visit our son at different ages and really just enjoy him at all the different phases in his life, especially now knowing that that phase is done. Now, when I happen across a video of a younger him, I become mesmerized and I ask myself, oh, did I enjoy that stage enough? Or did I get caught up in the busyness of life of keeping everything on track and moving forward? So when the author shares this story, it really hit me because yeah, our kids change so fast and we take so much for granted, but every once in a while, we need to slow down and just savor our lives. Be grateful for what we have. Our little guy has changed so much. His voice, his mannerisms, his sense of humor. He will never be at this age and stage again. So I need to make sure I enjoy it and appreciate it. And this doesn't just work for our son. What about our health and our activities? What about our parents and their health? All the fun things that we can do with them now that 20 years in the future will not be an option. So my first takeaway from this book is to appreciate what we have now, even if we think it's not always so great. There are great things in our life. We just have to look at them from a different lens, a different point of view. I think we can find more happy in today when we look at it from a future perspective. What are the things we're maybe taking for granted in our current life that we forget to appreciate because we're so busy in the doing of everyday life? The second point that really hit me is how connecting to our future selves helps us make better decisions now. The more connected I feel to future Bana, the better decisions I will make now. If I'm connected and thinking about future me, then it's easier to make the tough decisions, right? What can I do now to help out future me? Does future me really want to be dealing with the same issues I am right now because I wouldn't commit to changing things? What small steps can I take today to help improve future me's life? Can you see how that connection to your future self can make some of the tough day-to-day decisions easier? Like how I spend my time and money. What I focus on now matters. What I learn now can help future me. If I don't put things off, future me has more resources. Remember that question that I asked you at the beginning of the podcast? Why am I not making the change that I know is good for me? What will it take to make the tough decision now instead of continuing to do the things that I know aren't good for me? This makes me think of that quote by Tony Robbins. Change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. I know for me, when I did my goal planning for 2023 and I asked myself, what did I want to accomplish by the end of 2023? I was facing the pain of remaining the same. I asked myself, do I still want to be dealing with these same health issues at the end of 2023? And I don't. I really, really don't. So connecting to my future self, now granted, that was only one year in the future, but it put it in perspective for me. And trust me, not only do I not want to be dealing with this at the end of this year, I certainly want to have this figured out and dealt with for the next 20 years as well. So can you see how connecting to your future self can help you get out of your own way right now? I think that's powerful. Now, I fully acknowledge (laughs) that connecting to your future self sounds so much easier than it is. 
I mean, some of us can't even think about what we're doing next month, never mind in 10 years. I think it speaks to consciously living as opposed to just going with the flow and hoping we end up somewhere good. There's this paragraph in the book where the author says, to exit the rat race of day-to-day mindset requires a shift in your focus. Connect to a bigger future. If you get serious and started investing and learning, where would you be in five years? So instead of getting caught up in the day-to-day living, we step back and take some time and say, yeah, where do I want to be at the end of 2023? Where do I want to be at the end of 2025? It's about being proactive with our life and not just getting caught up in the everyday business of living today, slowing down and spending time with our thoughts, making decisions that are best for us, not the ones that are easy, the ones that are right for future us. Now, I wish I had sound effects because I'd add a big groan in right here because those of you that have been with me for a while, you know what I'm about to say, right? You do. I'm gonna say the best way to get to know yourself is to spend time journaling. I know, I know, I can hear it now. Oh man, she's talking about journaling again. Ah, (laughs) and I am, and I'm going to keep talking about it and coming back to it so I can convert as many people as I can. I believe the more we get to know ourselves, current and future, the happier we will be. The more proactive we are in choosing how we live our life, the happier we are. The happier we are, the more happiness we have to share. And I think happiness brings loving acceptance to ourselves, which leads to loving acceptance of others. And that can only be a good thing. So your challenge this week is to think about something you can do today to help out future you. It might be a financial decision. It might be a health decision. It might be a happiness decision. Whatever it is, Really ask yourself what future you could use from present you and think about the small steps you can start to head in that direction today. All right, you know I like to leave you with a quote and this one's from Sean Patrick Flannery and he says, do something today that your future self will thank you for. What can you commit to doing today to be a supportive friend to future you? Before I let you go, Just a reminder that I created a free downloadable PDF of five daily habits to boost your mental health. If you want to get started today on building your happier future, any or all of these habits can help you get there. I will put a link for that in the show notes. All right, team, you've got this. Remember, when you have a choice, choose happy. Have a good one and go get your happy on. helps you makes, helps you makes. (laughs) A few years ago, my husband and I were just grabbing. No, we weren't grabbing. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The 20 went. I certainly want. (laughs) I think we all deserve to be a little bit happier. So if you know anyone who could use today's positive message, please share this episode with them. Hey, this is just a quick reminder. If you know anyone that, that could use more happiness in their life, please share the podcast with them. The whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world. And the more people we empower to find their personal happiness, the more happiness we have to spread around. So please take a minute and share the episode.